Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise, but it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAers. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions, uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about our HA, diving into how HA works, and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other. It's incredible. It's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other. It's so good. The HA Society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery, no matter what stage you're at. Whether you have HA or you've got a few recovery periods, we have your back and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join and the link is in the show notes for you okay on with the show welcome to the hypothalamic amenorrhea podcast i'm danny sheriff your host certified fertility awareness practitioner functional nutrition counselor and founder of the ha society and of course an ha recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice, so please seek the advice of your physician. Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. If you are interested in knowing whether or not you can just like stay here, not gain any weight further past what you already have and still get your period back, this is the episode for you. And if you are curious at all about progesterone levels, what it means in your lab test and whether or not forcing a a bleed 
you're taking progesterone is something you should do and is important, ah, this is the the episode for you. So let's dive straight in to question number one from Inez. Hi, Danny. I've been following you in your podcast for a very long time, and it's really nice that you offer this resource for anyone dealing with HA. Thank you. Thank you. So a little background before my question, I've lost and gained 10 plus kilos many times, and I used to go from one extreme to the other, never underweight by traditional standards though. It's the third time I'm dealing with HA for two plus years. The other times I eventually got my period back and gained, I gained weight, but this time I don't want to go to the other extreme because I honestly was miserable at my highest weight. I've gained some weight and I've been able to maintain a weight that I am comfortable with and at which I used to get my period before for over a year, but this time I haven't gotten it back yet. For some context, I'm 161 centimeters tall and I'm 55 to 57 kilograms. Honestly, I know I fit the criteria for HA and I haven't let go of all food and exercise control, but I'm terrified of going back to my previous body. My question is, I know I should work on my mindset and love my body at every size, but is it possible to just sit at this weight and wait for my period to come back? Or do I have to gain more weight? Honestly, I know it's been a while with no results, so it means I need to change something. But I was just hoping that you could give me something to work on without more weight gain. Maybe trying soy isoflavins or some other supplement. I've listened to enough podcasts to know what you're going to tell me. I know I'm not the unicorn and this fear is very common. Unicorn, sorry, the way I just said unicorn. Unicorn was like, I don't even know what accent that is. Maybe I just need to hear that everything will be okay. Thank you so much and a big hug from Spain. Spain. Okay. Um, I want to try and be different because you're like, you already know what I'm going to say. I have a podcast slash YouTube video that you've probably maybe seen too um, called some, something like it's not about the weight gain or something similar. Um, and to basically put it straight, um, you don't have to focus on like making yourself gain more weight, but you probably do need to let go of some of the control you have because those behaviors are stopping you from recovering. Um, at 161 centimeters, 55 to 57 kilos, you are still quite lean, so, you know, pretty small. So while by traditional standards, that would be considered a normal body weight for sure, I could see how um, if you sit at that weight, but then also still pull all the strings and control everything, you don't have any buffer, any wiggle room to have stress, under eating, or anything like that in, in, in your life. And the reality is we are supposed to be able to handle stress and the occasional undulation of calories, right? Under eating, where like some days you just don't eat as much as you do other days and your body should be resilient to, against this. But when you are at someone on the HA spectrum, you become very sensitive to that and you no longer have wiggle room. Case in point, you have lost and gained 10 plus kilos many, many times and had multiple bouts of HA. It often can get confusing, 
but what got you recovered the first time or the second time will often not work the third or fourth time we find it's just like you're putting yourself in a different hole a different deficit your body is um adapting and learning every time that oh we come out of the fast and out of the deficit but we go we always go back in so we're going to change how we operate and now these are our expectations in order to thrive in a perfect world you would adapt the other way around but that's just like not how it goes so have a feeling um the in the way you put yourself in and out and like recover but then get afraid again over and over again is a part of the problem um, and at 161 okay so say at 161 semis tall you gain 10 kilos putting yourself at 65 kilos that is a normal body so you are holding on really tightly to a small body a lean body you may be uncomfortable but the facts are like that's that's what you think but what you think isn't always valid isn't always the truth the truth is i lost my period at 65 kilos well before 65 kilos and i'm 163 centimeters you think that two centimeters is really that big a difference i could never force myself to be at 55 and live it's you know so with that context also i'm 31 so we're very similar so with that context i just want you to know that you're being intense you know about this and the issue truly lies in the root cause of your need to control and i don't think you know people with issues with um anywhere on the spectrum of an ed right where we just like don't want to let go of our control of our food and our body so disordered eating through to true eating disorder um there is a there is a section of recovery where people get themselves into where they need to be dealing with their control of their body and their food but instead they distract themselves by trying to recover their period because if i recover my period i now have permission to stay in my ways if i can recover my period in this way and be the unicorn um i can not have to deal with my real issues like i am going to kick and scream and fight so that i don't have to deal with my control issues that's kind of what you're saying so i think you need to deal with your control issues um we need to like either get you up in the ha society joining the community calls you know if you have a therapist and work with a therapist like this is the type of thing you need to be working on and potentially trying to get your period back is a distraction for you because it doesn't look like that approach works because you can't sustain it when you focus only on getting your period back you lose it again you can't sustain it so don't go focus on weight gain because that'll freak you out but you need to go focus on all of your control issues and removing the habits and if weight gain happens it happens and it may need to don't know um but I think that's going to be where the issue lies for you, Ines. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because 
I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass. Y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Okay. Let's go. We're on a roll. Question number two, the progesterone one. So Melissa emailed and she said, hi, Danny. I have a question about progesterone cream slash pills. My hormone panel came back within normal ranges for all the reproductive hormones, uh, LH, FSH, etc. But my progesterone was 0.5, which I believe is pretty low. And I wondered if you'd ever recommend for someone to take progesterone either topically or orally in order to get a bleed even if it was just a withdrawal bleed. How important is it for my body to shed the uterine lining? So there's like a couple questions in here. Um, so I'm gonna answer them in order. Your hormone panel came back normal, which is expected for HA. Your progesterone was 0.5, expected for HA. Yes, it's low, but you don't have a period. It's not going to get high even even if you did have a period uh, if you'd be taking it in your follicular phase right um this test and your progesterone would be low at the phase that you are in of your cycle right which is a long 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 follicular phase when you're in ha we expect low progesterone when we look at labs for clients uh whether it's an intake just figuring out if we should work with a client or if we're tracking someone's progress. Honestly, anytime we're looking at uh, labs for someone with no period, we're skipping over progesterone. We, unless it's really high or something, we're skipping over it. Because of course it's low, 
and the longer it's been lower, the lower it's going to go. So that's not really a concern. Look more at your estrogen, FSH, LH numbers. Next, would you ever recommend someone to take progesterone topically or orally to get a bleed, even if it's just a withdrawal bleed? So personally, no, that said, I'm not a doctor. So like there is no situation where I would be like recommending medications for someone. That's not my scope. But we do have conversations with people where we'll be like, well, maybe you should go to your doctor and ask them about this idea, you know, but it's very um, uncommon that we'll do that with HA. <sighs> mm. Mm. Um, you don't have a uterine lining to bleed. This isn't some situation, right? So like, let's kind of get clear on what's happening physiologically. Your brain to ovary connection has ceased essentially. So there is no uterine lining being built up to shed. That thing is empty. And if someone does have something and they, you know, they test it by taking progesterone to force a bleed and see what happens, like out of curiosity, it might be really light. Or if they do get a full bleed, they were already so close to natural ovulation. There's not a case where that happens. If the uterine lining builds up to a thickness of which it needs to shed, the body will do so causing an anovulatory cycle. So you bled, but you did not ovulate. So the body naturally does this process. And if you don't have any other hormones being entered into your system, you know, you're not taking the pill, you're like nothing else. Um, you can trust that process to be doing thing. So no, right? Like if everything came back in the normal ranges for you, Melissa, I'm imagining that estrogen was still less than 80 maybe less than 60, roughly around there. Um, and I'm imagining that you didn't get an ultrasound, so they didn't even look at the thickness of your uterine lining. Um, no, if they did, and it's really thick, that's interesting, but you're probably gonna bleed soon. This is, I hope this answers your question. I hope this makes sense because I understand it, it can be sound just like a lot of words, but really, um, you're looking at something that doesn't matter and a, the bigger picture here is your hormones are low and you need to get your estrogen up to build a uterine lining to allow for a LH surge, to allow for ovulation, to then allow progesterone to rise. No cream or pill is going to fix anything for you. Cool. Let's see, how long have I been recording for? 12 minutes. I'm gonna call it a win. I hope this was helpful, guys. If you have a question you want to submit to the pod, please do so. Or if you're listening on the pod, come over to the YouTube channel. If you're listening on the YouTube channel, go over to the podcast. There's content on both of those platforms that you are not getting if you are only checking us out in one place. And if you have a question, you can send it to me on Instagram. Send it to me in an email is the best, best way because that's the first place I go for answering questions. Um, so that's danny at the hasociety.com. You can send it on Instagram or in the comments of YouTube, which I also save on my email. So either of those works, please do so. Like and subscribe to this channel and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. 
So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device, so you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are, and that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus if you've been using OPKs. And then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period. And if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy or you want to chart for health reasons like HA recovery, making sure your cycle's not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop, and we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHASociety. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and and use um, AFHASociety at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other, like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. 
And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef and my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.